Welcome to the Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's topic comes to us via at Sean Cord. That's a good assumption. There's no way we're getting through two on this topic because we've been finally asked again. Lisa wants us to talk about our bread and butter, bad movies. So that's what we're going to do. Yep. As soon as we saw that, we're like, there's no way this is going to be a, a two-topic day. When talking about bad movie nights and specifically horror movies for the most part as well, which is why it's perfect to come out the weekend before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, because we there's a couple notable exceptions on here that we didn't watch or that we have watched as bad movies. Yeah. But they aren't horror movies. Yeah. One of those movies is Blood of Beast, which is... Probably, it seems like it might be your favorite. Well, it's... Yeah, but I also own it. You guys gave that one to me. Yeah, so, I, I actually, I got that for you for your birthday because yeah. it was in the $3, $5 blockbuster bin. I'm like, nope, one of us needs to own this. Yeah, and, and you already own Ghost birthday. Game. So, so we, we're we not going to talk about Blood of Beast just because it's not technically a horror. But right. if you guys are, we'll get into what bad movie nights are and everything in a second here. But if you guys are ever doing them and you can track Blood of Beast down, it's definitely worth using for a bad movie night. It's just. Dave's right. Nobody, nobody who hasn't seen it doesn't get that, but it's fine. But when you get it, you'll get it. Yep. Or when you see it, you'll get it. Yeah. So we want to start off real quick by, because we haven't talked about what a bad movie night in depth since our first... Episode zero. Episode zero. Yeah, the test episode, which is lost and was pushing to get to 30 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and really, the pacing was slow. It was awful. And it was just... Like, if you listen to those, oh. Agonizing. So we've since changed everything and have done 133 or something more episodes. This is 139 today. Oh, it's close. So, so yeah, we've done 138 more episodes. Yep. Um, we've improved things a little bit and I'd can talk so. for longer than a half hour without struggling. Yeah, <laughs> which we could anyway. I think it was just we had to get used to the idea that people like us having a conversation. Yeah. And talking with them and each other rather than like, we're talking about this because you want to hear us talk about this. So puppets are creepy. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah. So... Essentially, when we were in university, uh, we went out. One of the shows, as you should know by now, we studied theater at university. Yeah, if you guys don't know that, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, if this is your first one again, hello. Yeah. We were going to see the film version of The Libertine mm-hmm. with Johnny Depp and John Malkovich. Oh, yeah, I um, forgot he was in that. <laughs> because our department was also doing The Libertine as a main stage production. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about that. It was only okay. Sure, we can go with that. The painting was terrific. Painting was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Great painting. Yeah. Makeup was fine. Yep. Moving right along. So we went to see the movie, and the movie was fine. Mm -hmm. If if you don't know the Libertine story, I don't really want to explain it to you, but it's... It's about a guy who was a philanderer in the was before. Yeah. Basically. uh, Charles II? Yes, I believe so. The era of Charles II, and it was the Earl of Rochester. Yeah. So, and yeah, he was a philanderer. He got syphilis. Yeah. And he was kind of a body lewd poet as mm-hmm. well and all of that sort. Anyway, so Johnny Depp plays that, and he was fine. Yeah, it the was, film it was, was okay. A, it was a decent movie. Not and, my favorite Depp role, but, you know, good no. enough. So we went and we watched it. And there were about five of us? 
You, me, TJ, Derek for sure. Yeah. And I can't remember. That might have been That might have been time. it, but then... Yeah. So we all decided that, okay, it's early. The yeah. movie was an hour and a half long. And we, we went to a fairly early showing of it. Like, yeah. So it wasn't... I don't even think it was nine o'clock at night. I don't think so either. So we, we come out of the cinema and it was probably a Friday. And as we were university students and in theater, it was just like, well... <laughs> We've got five more hours that we're going to be up at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Should we maybe just go back to... At the time, a bunch of us were living together. Should yeah. we just go back to where I was living at the time and watch some more movies? Yeah. And you had a blockbuster right near you. So, like, yeah. let's just go rent a couple movies, something none of us have ever seen. And we'll we'll just watch some movies. Hang out. Watch movies. And we ended up renting horror movies. And we ended up renting The Fog. Yeah. And Doom was also the first day. Oh. I think you had to take off after the first one. That might have been, because I forgot that we had rented it that day, but I didn't, I definitely yep. didn't see it. So I think I had to leave because I was dating somebody and she probably wanted to hang out or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And The Cave. And The Cave. I think we watched Doom 3rd, yeah, which is so why we you did took off. The Fog, then The Cave, then Doom. Right. And essentially what it turned into was, I don't know how many of you have seen Mystery Science Theater 3000, but we had a totem, which mm. was a Boba Fett Pez dispenser. Yep. And we have to go a little bit further back even everybody <laughs> had essentially been involved either in the show or in the production of a play that i wrote called anticipation right. which i took a moment from the count of monte cristo about being king of the moment yeah where it's you've done something so you in count of monte cristo they got a king for like a chess piece king. yeah kings to you yeah yeah king to you so it was just you did something fun. So we took that and we had a little Boba Fett Pez dispenser, as yeah. I said, and that was for the best one-liner, the funniest moment, the best joke, as it ties into the movie. Mm -hmm. So it became kind of a riff track over top of a bad movie. Yeah. and Because these movies were bad. And we were competing, but it was like a fun... Yeah. Like everybody's just hanging out. We're having some drinks. It was really rewarding when you when you got that that just that quick one liner, yeah. And everybody kind of busted a gut. It was just so rewarding getting that Boba Fett Pez dispenser, and you held on to it until somebody until you decided that somebody else should get the moment. Yep. Um, unless you there were the odd occasion if it does happen, if you guys are setting this up for yourselves, mm -hmm. if you miss a joke and everyone else is like, "Oh man, the whatever Boba Fett to you," or like at my place now, it's shoe. Sure. Because I have a little Mariner's keychain shoe, yep. which is strange as I'm a pirate fan, but whatever. I have a shoe, and it's got a an eyeball in it. Mm -hmm. Another thing from my old university <laughs> house is I needed eyeballs for my directing class. Because why not? And it was cheaper to buy like 20 of them. So then I set about my roommate and the one, the one we talk about all the time, Derek. Hi, Derek. Was not home at the time. So then I went into his room, which a little weird but at the same time what I was all I did was I hid the eyeballs and things I didn't dig into anything it was like all in the open anything that was open I would just put eyeballs in yeah. so for weeks Derek would just find them and then two weeks later I walk into my room and I open up my like closet and an eyeball rolls out and I'm like oh Derek found them all 
<laughs> anyway, so that's what the totem is at my place. Now, yeah. your house has little Japanese fishermen? Yeah. From me? Yeah, from you. I don't know where... I think he's downstairs right now because there's a lot of some... I, anyway, we haven't done it at my place in forever. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a little Japanese fisherman that would... When we moved to our old place almost 10 years ago... Good God. Wow, I, that just makes me feel old all of a sudden. <laughs> but you, when Derek and Ian and I moved into our place and we had our inaugural bad movie night there, yeah. you came and brought that as a like, here's your housewarming present. It's the totem for... And you need the king. Of, you need a king of the moment totem yeah. because if there's no, for whatever reason, like Dave was saying, it feels so good to get it. Yeah. And then, as we continued on, and we're going to talk about a bunch of movies yeah. that to as hints for if you guys want to try this sort mm-hmm. of thing. If we've been a little too rambly and all over the place because this is a nostalgia monster for us, we're just reminiscing. Tweet either one of us, and we can help. Totally. Just kind of describe how it works or whatever. Yeah. Um, where was I going? You need a totem. So, As Dave was saying, if you get it, you feel so good. If you don't have a totem, it's just kind of like people are sitting around just throwing yeah. jokes out. And that's fine. Yeah. But with the totem, it focuses everyone on the process. Totally. Where you just, you become invested in the movie. And it's such a bad movie that it's, it's a movie that you would otherwise not be invested in. Exactly. Like, because it's it's the sort of movie where if it's just four or five of you sitting around watching the movie, eventually you just start talking, and the movie's just on in the background, so you don't get to... And you to, ignore it, yeah. You ignore it, and you do... A lot of these movies are just awful. Oh, yeah. They're terrible. Just awful. And then there's some that you get pleasantly surprised, like Blood of Beasts, where it's like, this one is so bad, but it's so good. The Triangle. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> which is a miniseries, yeah. to be fair. But we rented that because we're like, man, this sounds terrible. Yeah. About an hour into the first part, we put the totem back onto the TV where it lived and then just leaned back and enjoyed the hell out of the triangle. Absolutely. So with the totem, like we, we kind of alluded to the ways that you could get, you could win it. So you, if, if somebody says something and you respond with a quick one liner to the movie and everybody laughs, you get it. Yeah. Often in these movies, there's. All kinds of death. And so at the beginning, when you kind of see all the characters, because these movies typically have five or six yep. ensemble characters, you pick who the first one to die is, and you also pick on the on the tracking what time you think the first death happens at. In the movie. In yep. the movie. And it doesn't... Like, you can say this person at this time, but if you get, like... I think we would do them... Separately. It was opposite. Yeah, yeah we it do was separate. Like, okay, everybody pick who died or what? What's the time of the first death? Yeah, and then also who do you think dies first? Yep. And so everybody would have to pick somebody different, and everybody would have to pick a different time. And so you got it when, when, uh, if you were right, and it was Jeopardy rules or uh, uh, wheel of closest to the price of right rules. Price of right like rules. Closest yep. without going over. Right. Uh, as far as time goes, and then whoever just got the the person, the person right gets and it. And so I think yeah. as we kind of evolved, there were different ways that you could win it. But the other thing that we started doing is the movie could win it back. That's That was the point that I was trying to get yeah, when I, I got distracted. That, I thought yes. that's where you were going with it. Okay, yeah. So often in these movies, like there's one that we weren't going to talk about, but it's the perfect moment. Room 6, it stars Christine Taylor and Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. It was awful. So bad that we didn't even decide to talk about it because it's like, well, it wasn't so bad that we turned it off, but it was bad enough that, or, but it wasn't good enough that it warranted being in the... Warranted being in the for sure part of our conversation. Yeah. We actually, between 
together, cumulatively, we watched 32, you 32, figured? I think. 32 of these movies yeah. together. And then I've obviously watched some without Dave, and Dave's watched some without me. But yeah. we're going, we picked some that we wanted to focus on to really kind of promote, I guess. Yeah. And so in this room six, Christine Taylor stabs Jerry O'Connell. He's like a, a zombie or something at this point. Yeah, like he's he possessed un- undead or something? Or yeah. Somehow can't be killed. And so she stabs him with a, was like the, a curtain rod or something, right? Yeah. And he stands there, and he looks at her, and he just kind of goes, that hurt. And that was it. And we all just... Blank-faced. Yeah. No emotion, nothing. And we just didn't see it coming, and we all just died laughing. And so in those moments, you have to give it back because it's something so surprising or such a terrific one-liner yep. that you can't... Com- that, that it literally wins the day back. Yep. I was like, okay, that's... Bravo, bad movie. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when that's when it really comes that's when the totem really comes into place because you get the 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 movie itself becomes another person in the room. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what I mean about drawing the focus in. Yeah. And like you said, if you don't if you try and have a bad movie night without a king of the moment system in place. Yeah. It's so easy for people to stop paying attention. And it's so easy for, like, oh, I got a phone call. Oh, I'm going to go do this. Hey, how was the ball game yesterday? I, oh, you made the softball finals. How did that go? What? And it just, it all disperses. Yeah. You start talking about hockey, your local sports team, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, because you're just not invested. Right. So this way, it keeps you invested in what would otherwise be a movie that I would either turn off or just, like, yeah. When I watch movies at home, if if they're not good enough to grab me, I'll text people or you know check my yep. Facebook or respond to respond to emails or something like that. Whereas these movies, you can't do that because you need to be focused. So it's kind of a throwback to when you actually would go to movie theaters with friends and sit and watch the movies and you know maybe lean over and whisper something to them. But you were st- the event was the movie, not the social gathering. Right. Like, you can have a social gathering around a bad movie night. Sure. But when you're doing the bad movie night, the way we do it, you've really got to, like, everybody's got to be in for what you're doing. Yeah, and we would usually, I mean, Netflix is pretty good because you can just kind of scroll through and find what looks like a bad movie, and we've seen some terrible ones through that that method. Oh, yeah. But you used to live blocks away from a blockbuster yeah and so it was on our walk away. yeah like from the university you'd have to walk past it to get to my house yeah and so we would go to the blockbuster and we would literally walk around for 45 minutes and come up like everybody would we would almost divide and conquer yep and people would go to different sections and try and find them and everybody would come like we'd all converge and everybody would have two or three movies and be like okay i found this one and you'd read the description i found this one and you'd read that one and you kind of like Okay, well, this one's okay. This one sounds great. This one sounds terrible. Maybe that's a, or maybe this will be for next time, but we've already got these ones. And like, eventually we would have four or five movies. And I think we would put them, how do we do it? We'd put them behind our back and like, I don't know, there was some sort of way that we would, if we couldn't decide, we we would narrow it down. It's like, okay, these are our top four. We want two. Yeah. Okay, fine. And then it was one of us would go behind the back and it would rotate. It's like one of us would say stop and then the next one would pick a hand. Right. Right, or it was like, yeah, anyway, it was... Yep. It, oh, was, it turned into an elaborate ritual system. But that, it, that was exactly it. It was a ritual. So yep. it was like, we'd go to the video store, we'd pick the movies, and then we'd go home, and then the other direction from your house was the 7-Eleven. So we'd go up to 7-Eleven and get snacks and, and... And juice bags. And juice bags. 
there was like a year long period. And beaver buzz. And beaver buzz. <laughs> which is a terrible energy drink. I'm sure it doesn't exist anymore. It does. does I've it? seen it. Oh, it good. still exists. Perfect. But the juice bags, yeah. the greatest invention ever, don't, for some <laughs> horrible reason. I guess people didn't enjoy juice bags. They were the best, though. Yeah. They were... Like a little plastic spout. Yeah. But you, they were like a like a Gatorade-type drink. Like they weren't a They weren't like a, an energy drink. They were more of a... They were a rehydrator. Yeah. But they were the equivalent, electrolyte-wise, of about six Gatorades <laughs> in one bag, but not the sugar yeah. and not all the other stuff. And they actually tasted delicious. They was like blackberry, Concord grape, yeah. and another one. And speaking of the best hangover cures ever, right? those things were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we grab that, we grab snacks, we grab hot dogs, we grab whatever. Whatever we needed because we were in for a long haul. So I yeah. mean, we would get a couple bags of chips, but with three, you know, we'd sometimes pick three movies and sometimes we wouldn't get to all three. Like, yeah, depends you know, how they were going or yeah. whatever. But we want to, we would also get extra because sometimes you got movies like Zombie Honeymoon Dope. that were so bad that 10 minutes in you go, no, I can't watch this. It's yeah. just dreadful. Like, it's so bad that it's bad. It It's so bad that we can't play our game. We yeah. can't play the bad movie night game. And if we can't play it, why are we watching this? Exactly. And you can always tell 10, maybe 15, but usually even 10 minutes yeah. in, if nobody is able to come up with anything that anyone is enjoying, mm-hmm. and you start, even with the focus of the king of the moment, you start checking your phone. Yeah. Or in that case... We all had cell phones, but it wasn't like it is today. But I think it, we just... We start talking about sports. Or, start, like, I think we are just, like... Because usually 10 minutes in, we're starting to... Usually 10 minutes in, there's a death of some sort. Hopefully, yeah. Or and, we've seen a monster or, or seen, something. Yeah, and there was just... In that in the case of Zombie Honeymoon, there was just... I think we were sitting there watching it going, I got nothing. It, it just... It's bad writing, and we bad don't... Bad acting. Bad and acting. Lighting's bad, and the sound is bad, and it's just... Why are we... Why are we wasting our time? Like, this is no fun. This is just bad. And yep. so we swapped it out and watched something that was Probably significantly better. Probably way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, we would get extra. And so if if the movies were good and we were in a, you know, everybody was energized and everything, sometimes we would go through three movies. Yeah. And those were long nights. So you, we would have a ton of snacks so that we could do that. Order pizza. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Like, it was... Oh man, it was it was a process. Also on the way home back from my place between the Blockbuster and my house was a Wendy's. Uh-huh. How many times was it just like, all right, dollar cheeseburgers, let's buy ten. Yeah. Great. Here we go. Yeah. Dollar cheeseburgers, some... everybody's got frosties and there's a whole mound of fries. Yeah. Let's go. And if we need more, we'll after the first movie we'll go to seven eleven and get a bag of chips. Yep. Yeah. It was perfect. So yeah, that was that's basically the gist of bad movie nights. Yep. I mean we King of the Moment, sarcasm, one liners, jokes. Uh one of my favorite of all time, I think. I don't even remember what the movie was. It was at that inaugural one at your place when you, Derek, and Ian moved in together. Yeah. because uh, our friend Rochelle was there for that one. Ro was there. Yeah. And Aaron was there too. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and Aaron said, I think, something to the effect of, oh, well, he's going to be fine. And three seconds later, he got shot in the face coming out the door. We all start howling, and that was the one time she managed to get the totem in that movie. Yeah. She's just like, I don't really want this, but I earned it. That feels <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the beauty about those is the totem usually goes when something is surprising. Like when somebody – and it's just – you have to be rapid fire because yeah. everybody is waiting to pounce and get in on these moments. And so you just have to be the fastest person to respond or the or the the, the loudest or whatever. Like you yeah. just have to be that person that everybody is like, okay, you get it. That that was earned. And then yeah. once once it's been taken from the movie, then it's up to that person. Yeah. But then that person becomes more engaged in the group and the movie because you're wanting to hand it yeah. off. You want that next it's king of the moment. It's fun to get it, but you don't want to sit there with, with it for the whole time. It's not a competition. It's not a competition to see who has it the longest or who, who ends with the with the totem. It's like... No, but we did have competitions to see who had the most by the end of the night. Yeah. And then you always felt bad when you had a bad day. When you're yeah. just like, oh man, I've had such a terrible day. Oh, we're going to do a bad movie night. It's like, I'm going to get like one or two totems. But at the end, I know I had a couple where it yeah. was like... I've only got one or two because I had a 14-hour day. Then we're doing yeah. a bad movie night. And it's just like, maybe I only got two. And, like, Derek got 10 and Dave got 11 and yeah. whatever. I don't care. I had a. I feel way better now because I've played this game. Exactly. Than I did before. You, you could be having a rough day, but you don't. It's one of those things where it's just the energy with the group of people and you're yep. with people that you like and whose company you enjoy and you're all like-minded individuals and you're watching just heinous movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at the end of it, everybody kind of leaves and it's two o'clock in the morning and you just go, you know what? Today it wasn't bad. Night. Yeah. 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 So jacked up on caffeine. <laughs> exactly. Go home. And so you're, you can't sleep because of the caffeine, and in some cases, you can't sleep because the movie was actually good. Actually good, and yeah. you know, scared you a little bit, and so that's running through your mind. It's just like, good god. Or you're sitting there and you're thinking about jokes. Like, oh man, that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Or jokes that you miss and go, damn it, that's <sighs> what I should have said there. Yeah. So yeah, it's just. I feel like the older we get, I know you're still kind of a night owl, and I, oh, I yeah. am to an extent, but like. I can't do two and three o'clock mornings regularly anymore. Right. So I just feel like the older I get, the earlier we'd have to start them, just in, in order to get a couple movies in. Because you, you know. If, but at the same time, back in university, it was okay. We're done rehearsal at nine. Let's go watch three movies. Yeah. Because we don't have to be up again till noon. Yeah. Great. Exactly. Whereas now you work at eight or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, like yes, I still largely work evenings, so it's not like it hasn't transitioned hard for mm-hmm. me. But like, yeah, we start at seven to watch three movies at yeah. an hour and a half a piece, so it's eight thirty. What is that? Eight thirty, ten, eleven thirty. You're home by midnight on three movies. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. So I mean, that's not that bad. But also, I mean, if you start in the winter, what time is it's currently twenty to six? As of our recording this, and yeah. it's not going to be long before it's dark out. No, so we could literally start at 6. Yeah. And now we have way better food options. That is true. Order a bunch of, like, Filipino street food and watch. Yeah. Bad movies starting at 6.30. Then and, we don't have to worry about it. And you have a liquor store just 
basically at the base of your building that does growlers. <laughs> yes, they do. So we could just go get a growler. Damn, we're doing a bad movie night soon. <laughs> we, this is this I decree. We keep saying it, but I we know. actually have to do it. The problem is, is our schedules. Yeah. Once it's so much easier to do when you are in university, when you yeah. are, do see everybody every day. One, your schedules are, with the exception of when you're in rehearsal, but even still, it's four hours and usually Monday to Friday. You're not yeah. usually work, and if you're work, rehearsing on the weekends, it's. It's daytimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we're, yeah, we, when you see everybody and your schedules are very similar, nobody's working the evenings, or if you are, it's very seldom. Yeah, it's super easy. Whereas now I work mostly days and he work mostly nights, and yeah. Derek, I don't know his schedule. and Mostly days, but he's busy a lot. Like it's Yeah. So it's hard we to just pin have down. To target just, it. Yeah. Send out a group message, which we used to do, and then just kind of, oh, you're not on iMessage anymore. Right. That doesn't. Well, we could do anyway. Facebook that, Messenger. We could. Yeah, whatever. It's an easiest enough way for us to plan it outside of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. These guys probably really want to know how we're going to plan this with Derek. <laughs> They're sitting there going, tell me more. Are you going to do like a group phone call? How is this going to work? <laughs> January? Are, is it going to have to be in the new year? Or are you going to try and do it before? Before might be kind of tough, guys. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Uh, Somehow that lasted a lot longer, our preamble, than I was expecting it to. So instead of starting and talking about bad movies, like actual bad movies, we're going to put our ad in here so it's a quicker first half, and then the second half is going to be longer. (laughs) Well, so, yeah. It's going to be longer. It's going to be longer. So the actual discussion of bad movies, as opposed to bad movie nights... Mm -hmm. Is brought to you by Hydrovented Biochemicals Incorporated. Hydrovented Biochemicals provide amalgamated business solutions for the future happiness of mankind. Their latest development, recessilated pork-like meatworks, provides meat-like textures to your latest chemical compounds. Making a new lotion? Why not have it feel like fluid bacon? That's Hydrovented Biochemicals Incorporated. We put the friend into biochemical friend solutions. And we're back. It, it, it started. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You moved your mouse. It was like, was that you? Never mind. I accidentally deleted the voicemail today because I was shifting my phone in my hand. And uh. I was like, voicemail delete. I was like, cool. <laughs> I don't think that was anything important. Hope not. <laughs> really hope not. I heard it was something from the flames. Uh, and it's like, because I have season tickets. So I don't know if it's because I work for the flames or if it's because I have season tickets but either way it's like for next tuesday when they're out of town we're organizing a viewing viewing party and it was like oh, delete yeah. and i was just like well i guess i'm not going to that so yeah they if won it, yesterday they did yeah. two games in a row Woo-hoo. on the road back to back there you go i don't know what to do with myself you could celebrate by watching one of these great bad movies we're about to talk about again Good call. Way to get us back on track. <laughs> considering how long we rambled about how to do bad movie nights. Figured considering we highlighted two for ten. Ten, I think. I was like, Highlighted oh. ten that we want to make sure we mention. Yeah. So, we're not really, we don't know if you guys are going to try these or not. It's up to you, mm-hmm. obviously, or if you just want to hear about ours. But we have highlighted a set of films that we really enjoyed doing and they worked super well for bad movie mm-hmm. nights. We've got a whole bunch of other ones, like we mentioned in the first half, that we've also seen that might 
kind of float in and out. Yeah. But these are ones that we can easily talk about that we wanted to talk about and that if you guys can find them for your bad movie nights, you should. So we will try not to spoil any of them. Yeah, which is usually how we do this. Done, but, but we these are less notable movies than some of the other ones where it's like spoiler alerts for a movie that's 50 years old. Uh, uh, here's yeah. sp- these ones like Spoiler alert for a horror movie you might actually be trying to track down to watch that I know you haven't seen because I know you haven't seen it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there's some of those where it's like, these are, yeah, anyway. So I think we should start with Ghost Game because we have talked about it before. You've talked about it in your, what was that, Guilty Pleasure movies? Guilty Pleasure movies, yep. Yeah, so there, that one, people have heard about that one, so we can maybe use that as a jumping off point. That also might be my favorite bad movie. Mm-hmm. I have shown it to so many different groups of people since we watched it at a bad movie night. Yeah. Because it is such a great bad movie night movie. Yeah. I've even watched it by myself just to watch it. And it, but because of all of the bad movie night stuff in my head from it, I don't, like, I don't suffer. I think watching Ghost Game by yourself would be hard. Probably. Without people making fun of it. Although Cousin Ted is wonderful. Yeah. But that's, that's just, that's one piece, whereas, like, this isn't one that, yeah, if we didn't have the bad movie night with it, I wouldn't love it as much as I did. Same with a lot of beasts. Oh, yeah, no. So. Ghost Game. Yeah. Is, it's essentially about a group of college students. No. Wink. Because, whew. (laughs) Not quite. They're pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't Luke Perry casting in a high school thing, but it's. They're beyond... Maybe they're grad students. There I don't know. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, sure. Uh, and also, one of them, I guess, invites their cousin Ted, yeah. who is known as Cousin Ted, who wears a pink polo shirt and a bucket hat and is makes me very, very happy. He is rich, and he's joining them on, on this cabin holiday. Mm-hmm. They're renting canoes. Yeah. And they are canoeing to a cabin on an island where they play a don't play this game game. Mm-hmm. A, like a Jumanji type game. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Except it doesn't have the same ramifications as Jumanji. But, you know, it's one of those games where it's like, player beware, you shouldn't do this. Right. Yeah. Because it's cursed by witches. Sure. That doesn't spoil anything because the first 10 minutes of that movie are terrible because it's about the witches. Right. So yes. Everyone blocks out the witch part and yeah. then you just get to where Cousin oh, yeah, Ted and the kids you, are there. That's what you told them is if yeah. you can get past the witches. And that's why we said 10, 15 minutes. Yep. Give it ten. Give every movie ten, fifteen minutes because there is a chance it'll change. Yeah, at least get to where you start seeing the main characters yeah. and the or the monster or mm-hmm. something. If it's if it's ten minutes because of exposition, that's a lot of exposition. Yeah, but you don't know how it's going to be with zombie honeymoon. I think we literally fast forwarded to see if it looked like it got any better, and it didn't, it didn't. even look like it got any better. It so was like, all set in one house. F this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so, no, Ghost Game. It starts with witches, and you just have to kind of get through that. But they've cursed this thing. Sure. So then they start playing the "Don't play this game, gay game," which unleashes the witches to wreak havoc with them. And right. It, and then it becomes the standard cabin in the woods. Bunch of kids. They start dying one by one. Who's gonna make it? Is anyone gonna make it through? That sort of thing. Yeah. Cousin Ted is rich. Cousin Ted is hilarious. Cousin Ted made all of his money by. 
copywriting all of the variations of the spelling of extreme, especially the one that used the letter X at the beginning. And then he also diversified into stuff like extra and whatnot. So anytime anyone anywhere uses extreme, they have to pay Cousin Ted. So that's why he drives a Humvee. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yep, that's how he made his money. Oh, God. So you just think about the fresca and yeah. all of the other fun stuff. But no, there's there's a lot of depth to Cousin Ted. Sure. When you've seen that movie like eight times, as <laughs> I have. And that's the thing about these, is we're going to talk about them. And like, there's some that I honestly can't remember much about them. And right. we've watched some of the trailers, and some of them was like, uh, I think this happens. But they were notable enough that when we saw the titles, it was like, that's, yep, that's one that we have one's to going mention. on the list. Yep. Ghost Game was one of them. Like we've brought it up so many several times, times that seemed like a good point to to jump off of. Yeah. Is there anything else I can? I don't want to. Like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. No. But this is definitely one that you can play every game we played mm-hmm. that we talked about in the first section. You can pick who's going to die first. You can you pick can, the time that that the first death definitely. happens. You can try and pick how. You're not gonna get it. <laughs> I promise you, you're not going to get it. Uh, you can, there's all kinds of times where you can have, where you can just come up with something sharp and funny. Yeah. But the, the movie will, will get it back. Yeah, the game, the movie will also get it back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's the perfect bad movie night movie. Yeah. And it's bad. It's bad. It is definitely one that, yeah, you're not gonna wanna just sit and watch this and like, no make a date night out of it you're gonna want to hang out with friends and unless you dig these kind of movies yeah. if you dig kind of like see horror movies yeah. yeah ghost game's a good one yeah but no the regular movie going person uh uh-uh. yeah this is a bad movie night movie mm-hmm. for sure i thought we were going to a spa called cabine <laughs> <laughs> i could do i have so many one-liners from that movie in my head i could do pretty much all of cousin ted's that's fair but I'm not going to, because we have to move on to something else. Death Tunnel. I'm just going in order. All right, great. At this point, yeah. So, Death Tunnel was one of our early ones. Definitely. It was, yep. it was one of the first Bad Movie Night events that we that we did this one. So, yep. I was dating a girl named Tina at the time. And this was the sort of movie where, it was well, it was bad. Oh, it was bad. Yep. But it wasn't quite as, it didn't have... Truth this, or scare? It was bad. It was... It was so bad. But it also had a more creepy feel to it than some of the other movies. Like, it, Ghost Game was not nearly as creepy as Death Tunnel. No, Ghost Game's fun. Yeah. Death Tunnel's actually, like, it's well... It's not particularly well acted. There are much worse acted movies on this list that we will and won't talk about. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's not... But it's well shot. It is. The the set... So basically, it's... There's this kind of like uh, a party, like a, a frat party type initiation thing. party, initiation yep. party in in an abandoned uh, asylum. insane asylum. Yeah, and so in the trailer it says five women, five floors, five something hours, five, five hours, yep. and there's like five ghosts. Yeah, and so basically, and it, apparently it's based on true events, and I don't know what the true events are. Probably the asylum exists and there is a death tunnel. The death tunnel being where an inmate in the asylum dies. They take them out the tunnel to be cremated or whatever. And so probably there's a haunted, like a stories of a haunted asylum or people maybe went and partied in an asylum and passed away or whatever. Yeah. Notwithstanding. It's like the first thing based on true events is like, okay. Anyway, so it's five people. And so there's, 
basically it's five girls who are trying to survive these five hours in this insane asylum. Right. And, I, you know, at one point the guys are, you know, it's, it's oh, it's all in good fun. But then really, like, in these bad movies, there's always those moments where you think something bad is going to happen. Then the, like, the dumb jock jumps out and like, oh, I totally got you. Yeah. But then more supernatural elements start to happen. Well, and there's cameras throughout, set up throughout yeah. the asylum that are because they're watching because it is a game yeah that they didn't want yeah so they're watching to see how they react and everything like that so it anyway the movie was creepy enough that tina who doesn't like horror movies decided to go to bed she's like i can't handle this yeah i don't want to watch this one because it's creepy enough so that's why it sticks out in my head is because it was like oh it's gonna be a terrible movie and it was actually not horrible and the the set, like the the insane asylum, I don't know where they like if they actually went to an old asylum or if they and got permission to shoot in it or permit, whatever. But yeah. it was well really done, good. like stark lighting and just kind of like the the green yellowy type lighting and yeah, it was it was well done. I actually I I remember enjoying that one. Yeah, um, and not just because of that random girl who decided to shower in the middle, like halfway through. It's just like well, found the showers. Time to shower. What? To this day, I'm baffled by that. Okay. Weren't half of her friends dead at that point? I She's just so. like, I need a shower. Yeah, I need to wash the pain away or something. I'm not sure, but it was I don't know. very, very strange. But that's that was the sort of thing where, like, that was where you could kind of be cheeky about this movie. Was oh, yeah. When it's like, oh, she's showering, so then you can make something about that and, like... Like Sean said, truth or scare. There's this guy who's like, welcome to truth or scare. And I'm just like, oh my god. He's the one that set up all the cameras and junk because he runs the initiation party. Yeah. 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 So it was was interesting, but kind of weird all at the same time. But one of the scarier ones that would still qualify for something like this because it's fun enough that you can still do all of the bad movie stuff to it Mm -hmm. but it does have those genuinely kind of creepy moments yeah totally like kind of makes your hair stand up on the back of your neck sort of moments yeah the moments that we i mean it's why we love horror as much as we do is for moments like that and this one while not as good as anything we talked about in our in last week's top 10 horror villains or anytime we've ever last year we did our top 10 horror movies for halloween it's nowhere near anything on that list but it's still had enough of an element that were like, yeah, good right. for you, Death Tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, Death Tunnel. <laughs> Sentence that was never said ever. <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. <laughs> I'm not sure why anybody would want to steal that sentence. <laughs> Maybe the guys who made Death Tunnel. They'll make Death Tunnel 2. <laughs> that'll, that'll, be a, that'll be on the poster. Good yes. for you, Death Tunnel. <laughs> and then I'll get my money like Cousin Ted. Yes. Bring it back. All right, next we've got... Okay, well, it's called Pterodactyl. Oh, but we call it Petrodaryl? Yeah. I don't even remember why. It just because the way that Pterodactyl is spelled... It was the box art. It didn't look like Pterodactyl. Well, it, there was a picture of a Pterodactyl. Yes. So we knew, but like the, the way that it was titled... It looked like Petrodaryl. And I think it was Derek who's like, we're watching something called Petrodaryl? And we're like, no, no, Pterodactyl. But now it's but Petrodaryl. Now it, from here on out, it will be called Petrodaryl. Like, yep. To this day, I don't even think I call the actual dinosaur yep. <laughs> pterodactyl i'm pretty sure i call them petrodaryls because they're petrodaryls exactly with razor wings oh my 
God. This is one of those bad horror movies. And I think at a certain point, we never mentioned this before, but I say bad lovingly. Like, I don't mean that the people who worked on these did a bad job. No. And it's, they're just, they're B-level, C-level, sometimes D-level budget horror movies. Usually made by VVS. And that was always... As soon as you see, as soon as we saw Videoville Showtime show up in front of a movie, all of us got hyper-focused into it. Because we knew that it was the perfect... It's like VBS channeled our inner souls, and they're like, okay, these are the sorts of movies that these guys want, so we're just going to turn these guys out. Yeah. And it was the best. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It, Pedro Dale was one of those bad movies where they took themselves so seriously that it became silly. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Troll 2. When you listen to people talk about Troll 2, I don't know if they've seen Troll 2. Troll 2 is widely acknowledged as one of, if not the worst movie ever made. And it's oh. bad. Okay. Um, but the director doesn't see it that way. So really? he like actually really doesn't like the fact that there's a huge cult following of, around the fact that Troll 2 was awful. Oh. So it's like that's so it's like a Manos Hands of Fate sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. Whereas Petrodo, they took it really seriously, but at the same time, they made a movie about people going to Hungary and there's a pterodactyl there who has razor sharp wings. Yeah. So most of the deaths were decapitations of the pterodactyl flying past them. Well, it had to be CG because obviously petrodarrels don't exist anymore. Right. But because it was so low budget, the CG was awful. So bad. We're going to get to some worse CG in a, in a little while. But it was so bad that I would have preferred a puppet. Yeah. If they, have, if they had just strung some leather on a pole and swiped <laughs> it across, that might have looked better. Oh, it was just dreadful. Didn't you leave before the end of Petro Daryl or was that Derek? Some one of the two of you left because you just went, "I'm tired and this isn't getting better. I'm going to bed." <laughs> Cuz I remember okay. I stuck it out. Two things. One, either we've already had this conversation or I'm definitely just having deja vu right now right. because this conversation is very very familiar to me. Okay. But also I think that was Derek, because I'm sure that I stuck this one out. Okay. Yeah. Somebody, of course, Derek I will remember. be listening and text me and be like, you didn't stick it out, you idiot. <laughs> Derek will start quoting the behind-the-scenes stuff we watched after. Yeah. Because I did watch the behind-the-scenes stuff after. I'm sure I remember sticking through that one, because because I was so excited that we were calling it Petro Daryl that I was yeah. like... And I kind of took that ball and ran with it that I felt like I had to stick through it. Right. And I do remember... I'm sure I remember kind of the end where, like, I remember they're running in a field and there's these birds, like, these gigantic leathery winged creatures swooping and, like, heads go rolling and it was just... But the actors weren't moving properly yeah. for it to happen, so yeah. occasionally the CG would just phase through their heads and oh it was just... Oh. It was perfect. Yeah, it is. For this situation, it was so perfect. Yeah. Plus, you really should hashtag Petro Daryl. Obviously. Yeah, next time somebody tweets at us about anything... Even if it's completely not horror movie related, if you <laughs> hashtag it with Petro Daryl, you will instantly Top get a retweet queue. and oh, yeah. a like. Yep. Because that's amazing. Hashtag Petro Daryl. Yeah. Go Shark. Oh, we mentioned this one as well recently. We Last week? Uh, yes, because we were talking about Pennywise and how Harry Anderson was in it. 
And then... And then Bull... Right. I can't remember who the actor's name is who plays Bull right. from Night Court. Richard something? M something. I can't remember. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. If we really wanted to find it out, we could look it up. Right. Anyway, he's in Ghost Shark. He right. plays the lighthouse keeper. Yeah. So essentially, Ghost Shark is about a bunch of rednecks. Again, And this is a perfect example, just like Ghost Game, get through the first five to ten minutes. Yeah. Because the first five to ten minutes are terribly acted oh god stereotypical rednecks butchering a shark yeah like they can't they're deep sea fishing yeah and they murder a shark i mean it's a shark but it's still like i'm all for animal rights and so you don't never want to see this somebody one's, but this one's not like killed they yeah. murder like they torture they yeah like, it's specifically like, it's they're making sure that this that this thing suffers yeah because you know we don't kill enough sharks, and I guess people are really, like, there's, what, 10 shark attacks on humans to, like, 10,000 sharks that get killed? I don't know. Yeah, Some it's crazy ridiculous. stat like that. But, like, these guys go to town on this shark. It's it's kind of, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And it then goes into the shark. I don't, is that a spoiler? Describing how the shark comes back? Because that's kind of the how they solve things if they solve them. But at the same time, it's kind of obvious. I don't know. It's called no, I'm, Ghost I'm, Shark. I'm talking about the cave. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, we probably shouldn't talk about that. Okay. Right. We have enough other cave things to talk about. Yeah, but it because that's where Bull comes in is yeah. with the cave and the yeah, shark. Yeah, Richard Mole, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. So I was no, right was with Richard M. something. Yeah. So we were both close. It's just like we just couldn't get there. Okay, fine. Anyway, so the shark comes back as a ghost. And the best thing about ghost sharks is they don't live in the ocean. They live anywhere there's water. So literally, like, I've got a glass of water sitting in front of me here. And there was a scene where a guy... Has a glass of water, right? It was one of those, like, Culligan machine things. Oh, and yeah, it was, right. It, was, it wasn't oh, even a glass. My God, it was one of right. those little triangle cone things. Yep, yep. And the, the ghost shark will literally attack people via any water possible. Yep. So, like, some of the... So, there's the, the, the Culligan thing. There was the slip and slide, which was amazing. I put the gif of that up on iHorror's Instagram within the last week. Shut up. I found the kid and like sliding and then the shark just oh, like sliding man. I back. Followed, I must have missed that yeah. one because I would have tweeted. I would have texted you about that. Be like, I can't believe you put that on there. Yeah. But there's also the car wash. There is the car. But we have to stop there. We, yeah. I don't want to ruin everything about nope. Ghost Shark. So just know that this shark literally attacks people via any water possible. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be near the ocean. It doesn't even have to be salt water. It literally just has to be water. And it is the best. It's such a good bad movie night oh movie. God. It is so fun. It's one of the more recent ones that we've watched. Definitely is, yep. As far as, because like, I mean, we've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this one has been within the last two or three that we watched this. The last two years for sure, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think it was the last bad movie night I, I had with you that we watched this one. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, that's... That Ghost shark. So I mean, there's there's literally nothing else I can say to not spoil it. But you will. This is another one where the, where the totem will go back to the. To oh, the, it goes back to the movie a lot, fairly regularly, almost with every death. I actually, I actually think I don't know why I doubled up there. I think it's just the excitement. Yeah, I believe 
I found the poster for that before it came out. And I was at Derek's birthday, and I was driving him home. It was his right. birthday, and I was, sure. I think, on antibiotics or something like that. So I was driving him home, and I was like, by the way, D, we have to watch this. And I turned my phone, and it was the Ghost Shark poster before it even happened. And I was just like, ah. Oh. You know with a name called Ghost Shark that it's perfect for something Absolutely, like this. Absolutely, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, there's some, like, Death Tunnel. I'm not surprised that it was a little... Creepy. Creepy, but at the same time, it could have been way campier. Oh, yeah. But, like, Ghost Shark, it's like... You know what you're getting. Are you kidding me? It's a ghost shark. Yeah. There's no way that it's going to be a cinematic, brilliant movie. No, it wasn't, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Did you ever watch The Carpenter? No. I never was able to track it down. Man, that was one that we... I'm actually kind of hoping now that it's on YouTube. That's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, hmm, maybe. So, The Carpenter was a movie that Derek and Sean, I don't even, did you guys see it in the movie store? How no. Did you... I was going on IMDb. I was just cruising around IMDb looking for stuff. And there's a movie called The Carpenter. Yep. Starring a guy named Wings Hauser. Wings Hauser. And I think his son is Cole Hauser, who yes. is in, yep. like, Days and Confused and, like, Tears of the Sun or... And a movie we're going to talk about in a little while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, the only thing we know about The Carpenter was the tagline, and all it says is, he builds terror. Yeah, and that was all I needed. And I don't even think we've been doing bad movies at this point. You had just seen that, and you, Derek, and I are all just like, we need to see this movie. Yeah. And And we have never seen this movie. It never came to DVD. It was only ever on VHS. Mm -hmm. So it was was basically like a, I wouldn't want to call it a video nasty, because we don't even know what's in it. Right. But it was just a probably straight to VHS movie that nobody really remembers, but Wings Hauser, he builds terror. And we became obsessed with Wings Hauser because yep. that's the best actor name ever. It really is. It, there's nobody who has a better name than that. Nope. Wings Hauser. Man. I want to watch a Wings Hauser movie tonight. I know. Damn it. Okay. So we got a bunch more movies here to get through. So uh, that was Go Shark. Yep. Um, the Fog. The First. The first one we the ever used. The first movie we ever watched in Bad Movie Nights. Yep. This is the remake of The Fog, not yeah. John Carpenter's The Fog. Though we have to be clear about that. This is the one that has Tom Welling in it. Yes. This is the not as good of the two. Right. Because it's not. <laughs> it's it's so bad. The concept is intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> but the best part about this, on top of, besides the fact that it was the perfect inaugural Bad Movie Night movie. It started Bad Movie Nights. We have the fog to thank for Bad Movie Nights. Yeah. But the best part about it would be any time for about the next three years that anybody would be going anywhere. Yep. And it was foggy. We would send a text message to, like I would send one to you or Derek and just be like, Derek, the fog. And then there'd typically be a response be like, oh, he's going to get you. He's coming to get you. Whatever, whatever the response was. I was driving up to Red Deer today, and about 20 minutes south of Red Deer, I ran into, like, crazy thick fog. And I was just like, well, of course, I'm going into Red Deer. Why wouldn't I encounter some sort of weather element? Yep. But had I been thinking, I would have, like, sent you a voice message, and all I would have said was, Sean, the fog. Yeah. Basically, the idea is that it's a fog that kills people. Yep. 
pretty much. A coastal town. Yeah. And it seems to be randomly killing people. Every time it gets foggy. So obviously when it gets foggy, nobody's excited because people die when it's foggy. Yeah. That's the gist of it. And I I think I remember the ending, but I don't want... You probably do. Even still, I don't want to spoil it, but... Do you remember the explosion in the fireplace that nobody paid any attention to? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do now. They're holed up in a lodge or something, and the fireplace just, like, I don't know, air through the flume or whatever. And it just, like, fire bursts out and it roars across, and not one actor turned to look at it. Nobody mentioned it. Nobody looked at it. Nothing. (laughs) The biggest special effect they spent money on... Probably. Outside of some of the fog stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And nothing. It's just like, wh- why? Yeah. Like, okay. You know, I have, I have actually been thinking about that a little bit because it's been so foggy here. It has. Recently. Yeah. I've, I was actually thinking about sending out a, trying it to like a Facebook group message or something yeah. to everybody who was there and see if I could find like a gif of the flaming scales burning into the wall or yeah. whatever and just send it to everybody cuz i i really wanted to but well and there's a like there's been some crazy crazy thick fog like i felt like i was on a coastal town recently yeah i was driving out to the family cabin for thanksgiving and it was the thickest fog i've and not like patches it was from leaving my house out to the cabin which is 45 minutes it was literally foggy for 40 of those minutes yeah and it's beautiful Oh God, it's so nice. Yeah. And we're both alive still. Exactly. So, so the thought didn't wrong. get me. Yeah. But I mean, screw you, Tom Welling. <laughs> I can't even remember if he dies. <laughs> Which is perfect because then you can't spoil it. Half these movies, I barely remember anything. So like, we've some of these we had to watch the trailers to make sure that it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we did watch this one together. Yeah. And even still, it's like three quarters of the way through the movie through the trailers, like. Oh, yeah, that movie with Michael Ironside. <laughs> of course. It took right. me until seeing zombie Michael I- or vampire. vampire Michael yeah. Ironside to finally remember. Vampire Wars. Yeah. I got you covered. Or Bloodsuckers. Yeah. It was also called Bloodsuckers. I think Some- that was the European title and Vampire Wars was here because I remember it as Vampire Wars. Yeah. Now, there are some movies that we literally like, oh, we'll talk about it later, that it's rated as one thing on IMDb and we're like, I don't remember this movie. And then we saw it in the other titles like, oh, oh, yeah, that might be the last one we have to talk about. No, actually, it's in pretty good order right now. Okay. It is. Teeth. Okay. Also a super recent <laughs> bad movie. I think we one. watched this the same night as we watched Ghost Shark. Nope. No? Two different nights. Okay. Because okay. Teeth was a, a one-off for half of our group. Oh, and then they left. right, right, Whereas right. Ghost Shark, we had a different group, and it was a shark-themed night, because we also did Shark Week, I think. Right. Okay. And also, but they were both here, and that's why I... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anyway. Teeth is... Oh, my God. ...a movie. It sure is a movie. <laughs> about a girl who had, like... It, what's the... Opal... Ring is that what it is the the abstinence pledge something I don't know yeah it, it's been in it's in media like yeah. South Park did an episode on it that sort <clears> of stuff <throat> so it's an abstinent pledge but she has uh, vaginal dentata yeah she sure does and that's the premise <laughs> it sure is yep it is it's something. It's such a perfect bad movie night movie, though. Oh, my God. It's just, like, 
a movie about a girl with teeth in her vagina. It's just like... Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's weirdly funny. It's... And like... It's... Kind of gory, obviously. It's gory. And just... Weird. Weird. Oh my god. Every time I think about... When I tell people about bad movie nights, that's one that I talk about just because it is so... So weird. Yeah, it is. Every guy in it is terrible, except for that one guy who is yeah, not. They are horrible human beings, and so All they get what's coming to them. Oh yeah, so you don't feel you bad at can, like you cheer for them. Yeah, yeah. You guys can all guess what happens in this movie. Oh yeah, we don't need to describe it more. No, but you it you feel good because it's like good. You deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> it's but. just it's that's such a weird movie, and so I tell people about this movie, and they're like, "What?" Yeah, and I heard. Somebody else once was talking about this movie, like, oh, Dave, you need to watch this movie, Teeth. I was like, oh, oh, I have seen that movie. Oh, I have seen that movie. (laughs) I love when people have those kind of conversations. I don't get them very often because most people have conversations with me. Everybody knows that you've seen every movie ever made. Yeah, it's not that many. (laughs) 3,100. But still, whenever someone's like, oh, you have to see, it's the weirdest movie. I'm sure you've never seen it before. And then it's like, Teeth. Oh. Oh. Boy, do I have stories for you. <laughs> or you just start quoting lines from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's not much, there's not much more that needs saying. No. If you're doing one of these and that sounds remotely interesting to you, do it. Do it. It's worth it. It's, you will have so much fun with yep. that one. Yep. The, the, like, quarry scene or like the. Oh. Yep. Not spoiling that. Yep. Not spoiling, or the doctors, which is my first quote every time because I love that section. Love that section. Okay, so this one we never actually did as a bad movie night together, right? But it's one that we've both seen, and it's just so ridiculous that. And this is different as well because it's retro. It's very retro. Yeah, yeah. A is... lot of these movies are fairly recent, early two thousands, like. I mean, they were fairly new once we when we saw them. I think all of them that we've talked about so far are early to mid two thousands. Yep. And I think and some later maybe, but all so of this them is would probably be. the oldest one. This is yeah yeah because this one was late eighties. Yes. Think. It's called Dolls. Yeah, it is. It's available. You can watch the entire thing on YouTube, which is how Dave saw it. That's how I saw it. I actually rented it <laughs> <laughs> from a blockbuster. Ooh. The only character I, the only actor I know in this movie is from Seinfeld. He was in one episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. The episode where Jerry is getting uh, cabinets redone in his apartment. And he gets those terrible, like... The guy ends up, because the guy can never make a decision. He always has to ask Jerry what Jerry wants. And so Jerry's like, just make a decision. Just... Do it. And so he ends up building, like, a full cabinet, like, in the island, island and everything thing. like that. Yeah. And so you can't see anybody. He's also the same guy who builds George the, the sleeping area under his desk, so that way George can take naps at work. <laughs> yeah. That's all that episode. He plays the guy who builds the cabinets. And I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, I know that guy. And then, like, the next time I saw him, I was like, I definitely know that guy. <laughs> and finally, it's like, oh, my God. He is the... He's from Seinfeld. He plays the cabinet maker in Seinfeld. Yep. It's ridiculous. Can you please tell our friends about this movie? Um, it's a 
about a group of people, essentially a family, yeah. who stop at a mansion. Uh, car trouble, I think? I think if so. If I remember right? Yeah. They hike to a mansion to weather out a storm. Yeah. The first thing, probably my favorite scene in the movie, involves a teddy bear. Oh, my God. It, and it's a fantasy sequence. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Cause, because this movie is, I assume it's still available on YouTube. It was it two be. years ago. Yeah. Because it's so readily available, it's not one that I want to spoil because you all should watch this. Yeah. But the teddy bear scene, that's what you sold it to me because of the teddy bear scene. I don't think. Yeah, sure did. I don't think you showed it to me. You just told me about it. Yeah. And I was, I was sold. So they go there and the mansion is owned by a man who makes dolls. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So they start disappearing. How's that? Sure. Just go with that. Yeah. Yeah, that that works for me. Uh, yeah, Dolls Full Movie. I just literally YouTubed Dolls Full Movie 1987, and the Hour 36 movie is available. Perfect. It has a hundred or uh, one thousand three hundred ninety nine views. Oh, there's a couple different versions. So anyway, that's you'll be able to find it. But yeah, it's Dave found it, and Dave was able to watch it. So you can do it. It's definitely worth watching. Again, it's got all the the things you need for a bad movie night. Haunted dolls. Yeah. The the old couple who are toy makers are really nice. The little girl is very good. Yeah, she is very good. Uh, this isn't so much. This isn't a great bad movie. This is a good '80s horror. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to think of it. But it's one that works for this. Yes. Yes. It's not in the same vein as as. Ghost Game or Ghost Shark where no, it's so not even campy. Close. Like, this one's just... This is well-made. Yeah. It is well-made. But it is it is so stereotypically 80s horror. Plus, sometimes dolls can be creepy. Yeah. And so this movie really Plays takes advantage that. of that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's definitely worth checking out. Definitely. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, I can see what's next. So, we went through a phase where we watched, like, cavernous-type movies. We yeah. watched The Cave. Because it had Cole Hauser in it. Because it had Cole Hauser Son in of Wing Hauser. Yeah. Yep. That, I think, was why we got it. It was like, it's Wing Hauser's son! Yep. He was also in Dazing and Fuse, but let's watch this because it's Wing Hauser's son in a bad movie. And it was the second ever. It was The Fog, The Cave, and then Then Doom, Doom. when I, I, I and left went home. that. Yeah. So, we got that. So, we watched The Cave. We watched one called The Descent, which was like... Actually, pretty okay. Not bad. It's a good one. However, <laughs> and then we watched the cavern, <laughs> which is now called within. Within, yeah. and that's why neither of us could remember it. Yeah, when because I rated, I, I forget to rate things on IMDb, so I I don't know exactly how many movies I've seen. So I was right. going through, I was like, within. I don't remember that, but I rated it like a five. Yeah, but I don't remember that movie. So we uh... so we looked for it and we couldn't find. And I had it rated two. Yeah, it's as like, a five. Weird. Yeah, and so neither of us like what I can't. And then we realized that it was called the Cavern by watching the trailer. By watching the trailer and going, oh, this is the movie with the CG fire. <laughs> now I understand CG fire. Like if you need to have a burning building or you need to burn a whole bunch of stuff down, or explosions of fire, fireballs, whatever. CG, that makes it way easier. Way okay, cheaper, fine. I assume. Yeah, depending on what you're burning, yeah. Way less definitely. destruction. Way less destruction. Yeah. Easier to control, all yeah. of that sort of stuff. A lot of reasons to go with CG fire. I don't know that having a fire pit at a campsite 
done by a computer really was necessary. <laughs> but they did it. They sure did. <laughs> this is also the one with the 8-bit lava, wasn't it? I think it's... Yeah, I think so. Because the fire was so bad, but the lava literally looked like it was made from an 8-bit video game. Yeah. It was pixelated and just... It was so pixelated. And I think that was them trying to make it look like there was, like, cooler sections. Yeah. But it was just pixels. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. And that's why we had to talk about this one. Because yeah. it was so bad, but it was... But it was perfect. Perfect for a bad movie I know night. we've said that a bunch today, but... But that's the reason we're doing this list. And the CG fire was what sold this one. And I think it won the, uh, it won the token back, or the, the totem back for that, because yeah. we were sitting there like, okay, rewind that. And that's the other thing about bad movie nights, is sometimes somebody will see something and nobody else will, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Stop that. We need to rewind there. There's something I need to point out. I think that was our friend Ian. It might... I think it was, yeah. I think that was Ian. Ian would be like, there for the odd bad wait, movie night. wait. Rewind that. <laughs> Was that CG fire? And then we were looking for smoke, and it's like, there's no... They just put in smoke. That's CG (laughs) fire. (laughs) And they're literally camping. Oh, man. Uh, But, no, it... Like, maybe... the, The only thing I can think about, the only thing in my mind that can rationalize the use of CG fire when they're literally camping is that they had a set deadline when they were filming. And it's like, okay, we're filming the camp fu- the camp scene on these two days. Right. We it's in our it's in our schedule, it's in our budget. These are the days that we've rented the space, whatever. And maybe there was a fire ban. That's yeah. the only only reason I can find to justify that. Unless it was in studio. If that was inside Sure. I don't remember it well enough. No. We were all distracted by the CG fire. Maybe there were only like four trees behind them and then it was green, <laughs> meaning it was like a green screen studio, which means they wouldn't be allowed to because they wouldn't have the budget and control to. Sure. But in that case, couldn't you have... Just gone outside? Yeah. Yeah. They could have, but not in the cavern. Oh, Or within. Man. It's a movie about spelunkers getting lost and attacked by a creature that lives in a cave. Oh, I guess I can't spoil that. Then, I can know I? you can't. Right? Because I was just about to. No, no, I can't. No. Oh my God, you guys! There's so many that we want to talk, and we were talking about them before as we were going through making our list of 40 movies. Yeah. And we're like, oh, this movie. Oh, do you remember this and this and this? Yeah. Which is really fun, but we can't talk about them because you guys should watch every one that we're talking about. If on your own bad movie nights with your friends, find a totem, do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it and watch. Stay alive. You guys all watched Malcolm in the Middle. Who didn't? It was very... Po- I think it came on after The Simpsons. It sure did for a while. Yeah. Frankie Muniz was somewhat popular. He did a couple movies. like he, Brian Cranston? Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, Walter White himself. Uh, He's not in Stay Alive. We're, we're talking about Malcolm in Malcolm the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. Just to be like, clear. Yes. Yeah. No, there was... There was... It wasn't a bad little show. What a different movie that would have been. Anyway, go on. So, Frankie Muniz did... Malcolm in the Middle, and then he did, what was the... Agent Cody Banks. Agent Cody Banks, and I think he, did he do a, a race racing game movie too? He might have, well, because that, once he was done, he's like, I've made enough money, I love race cars, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Which I totally respect. Like, I want to say Need for Speed, but I don't think he did, I think that was, uh... No, that was Aaron Paul. Oh, yeah, okay, but yeah. I feel like he did, anyway, 
he did a bunch of like kids type movies because he was Frankie sure. Muniz, and I think he was still cashing in on that the fact that he was a draw for for younger generations. Exactly. And then, pretty sure he read this script. And because his character basically did nothing but cuss yeah. the entire time, yep. I'm pretty sure he took this just to get all of his pent-up cussing that he wasn't able to do in Malcolm in the Middle and in Agent Cody Banks out of the way in one fell swoop and stay alive. Yep. So the movie is a ring ripoff. Yeah. Where if you die in a video, it's a bunch of gamers, and I'm doing air quotes. Air quotes here, yeah. A bunch of gamers are playing this horror game. If you die in the horror game, Dave's going to look up what the game's called. Well, I was also going to look up to see if uh, if Frankie Muniz was in a racing... Anyway, yes, I will do both because I'm going to just IMDb Frankie Muniz. Great. Yeah. Uh, If you die in this horror game, the villain, she was like a woman in red. There There was like a rose, right? Yeah, rose there was like a rose. Rose yeah. and thorns yeah. and like I she was red and really dark hair. I definitely remember the rose. She would come out of the video game off of your sweet, sweet computer from 2004 and kill you. Not in the same like ring reaching, like crawling out of the screen or whatever. Yeah. But she would just have access to your house. And then however you died in the game informed how she killed you in real life. Which... Is an interesting concept. Yes. It was a neat premise mm-hmm. that, like I said, is basically just ripping off the ring but with video games to make it more edgy and cool for the youth of today. But the idea that she kills you the same way you died in the game was really neat. Yeah. But it never went anywhere. Because it was a poorly made bad movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he was in Racing Stripes, which was about the zebra that was a racehorse. Okay. Because when I said racing, but then I was like, Me, he wasn't in Seabiscuit, but he was in, so he was in See, Racing And then you said Need for Speed. I'm like, no, that's way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I knew he was in some sort of racing movie. I was just thinking the wrong type of racing. Right, obviously. You were uh, thinking zebra. That's yeah. okay. The ancient noblewoman was known as the Blood Countess. So Elizabeth Bathory, basically. Yeah. The game was, the underground game was called Stay Alive. Ah. Which is why the movie was like that. Right. Um, his character's name was Swink. I forgot about that. Yes. Swink. His character's name was Swink. Swink. <laughs> oh, Adam Goldberg was in it. Yep. Um, Man, it's just, it's one of those... Samir Armstrong, who was also in... I'm sure I've seen her in other things. She might have been in an episode or two of Entourage or something. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. It's so bad. He was Swink. His character's name was Swink, and all he did was cuss. I I can't remember if he died or not. I don't know if we want to spoil that, because I do remember. Okay. But I can't can't remember, so it's not worth telling me, but... uh, Anyway, people didn't stay alive, and then they died. Oh my god, it was so bad. But perfect for this. So So good. So fun. So fun to watch. I like how every time one of us says it was so bad, the other one's like, "But it was perfect for this." Yep. And yeah, I mean, that's the theme of this entire episode. Every time we saw him, he would just cuss. Yeah. And that's what like it's one of the reasons why I liked it so much because 
Because it did literally seem like he took this movie to swear yeah. the entire time. He read... Because, I mean, I was looking up his other credits. Like, he did, yeah, Racing Stripes. He did Agent Cody Banks 1 and 2. He did Big Fat Liar with Paul Giamatti. Like, oh, he did yeah. a bunch of, like, 13... Fun kid, kid, like, tween movies. Year, and, yeah, tween yeah. movies, exactly. So this was kind of his way of being like, I'm a grown-up. Yeah, and- listen to me swear about this <laughs> underground video game. I'm a gamer named Swank. <laughs> Okay, do you want to talk about any of the ones that you've seen before we get to the last one? Because I feel like we have to talk about this last one last. Okay. Evil Aliens yeah. needs to be seen and included on a list like this. Okay. Uh, it is about a film crew who is trying to get ratings for their television series, so they go to a small town in Wales Okay. Um, where <clears throat> a couple claim that they have been... Uh, abducted by aliens, and the the woman claims that she's impregnated by aliens, and that Question. sort of stuff. Yes. Are these aliens bele- benevolent or malevolent? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the title is kind of vague. Okay. Some of them are actually benevolent. Oh. But I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> okay. They are mostly malevolent. Okay. But it is that weird kind of mix of ridiculous and it's never scary but it throws jump scares at you oh, in ridiculous okay. ways okay so it's just it's kind of that fun like keeps you on the edge of your oh, seat great. and you're having a good time because it's it's one of those movies that knows it's making a schlock film oh like, great so it we know this is stupid not at all perfect nope uh there is a scarecrow in it and i literally mean the aliens put a crow on a thing <laughs> Like, on a pole, and it's, like, sprayed out. And you're like, is that thing? And then one of them leans up, and then it starts freaking out and cawing because it's a scarecrow. <laughs> That's oh, the kind of humor this movie has. It's God. ridiculous. That sounds so good. Yeah. Okay. The other one, two, oh, man, there's, <laughs> my list is so bloody long. Uh, Nazi Zombies at the Center of the Earth with Jake Busey. It's just worth it. If you like zombie movies, you like Nazi zombie movies, this one does not take itself seriously. It's silly. Perfect. Check that out. Mammoth was a made-for-TV movie where a mammoth starts terrorizing a town in the south when it thaws out and comes back to life for vengeance. It is also the stealthiest mammoth you will ever see (laughs) because there will be shots... They'll be having a conversation and they'll talk and their guy like will look to make sure there's nothing over there and it'll cut to a shot of the forest and then they'll continue their conversation and then they'll turn back and the mammoth is right up in <laughs> their faces. It's just like, ah, stealth mammoth. Again, though, it does not take itself seriously okay. at all. Okay. And the last one I'm going to mention is Seance. Okay. It's a essentially a, a ghost of a girl is brought back to reality through a seance at a dorm when it's basically kids who don't go home for Christmas. Oh, okay. So it's they're staying at the university in the dorm. Right. To hang out or whatever. Okay. And they bring this girl back and then stuff starts happening. Sure. Okay. Uh, it's weird. It's funny. It's probably the worst made movie on our list outside of perhaps Ghost Game. Okay. But it's just, it's one of those perfect Bad Movie Night movies because it is so silly. Okay. Uh, so those are all the ones you want to you wanna get to? As we are at a 50-minute second half oh, at the oh moment. Oh, my God. So we're yeah. 25 minutes. Okay. 
We almost forgot about this one. We did. It's a good thing we went through literally every movie that Sean has rated in the horror section. Yeah. Because if we would have missed this one, not only would we have felt bad about ourselves, we're pretty sure Derek, who has told Sean a few times that he listens to the podcast, yep. probably remembers this one and would have been furious that we missed it. Yeah. The movie's called Killer Bash. It sure is. It's another college kids horror movie. It seems like those are the perfect types of movies for this night. They're great for yeah. these. Yeah. Because there's a group of people. Yep. There's usually some sort of thing that goes wrong. Somebody dies. And a bunch do- and a bunch die. Yeah. Once you have a group that whittles down to get to the final girl. Or yeah. whatever, right? That's always how this works. Yeah. <sighs> We're both... I'm, I'm going to leave as many of these pauses in as I can without screwing up the flow, but we're both trying to figure the best way to describe this masterpiece of a bad horror movie. Because is this, outside of Ghost Game, maybe the best for a first night? It might be. Because this is not only bad, but it's hilarious, and it's completely ridiculous at times. Yeah. Like... So when we watched this movie, there were five of us, I think. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Five or six. Yeah. And so the number of people watching the movie directly correlated with the number of frat guys in the movie. Right. So before anybody died, we paused the movie and we each decided to pick a character in the movie that was the film representation of us. Right. It had nothing to do with character or anything. It's just like... Because, I mean, they didn't look like... I think one of the guys in the group was AJ, and he's a big, heavy Hindi guy. Yeah. And so there was obviously nobody in a group of white frat boys who mirrored AJ. But there was one of them, if I remember right, there was one of them that kind of looked like TJ or something. Like They were just like, hey, man, that kind of looks like you. And that was what kicked that off. Yeah, and so we're like... So we, we decided, okay, well, that guy's TJ, so we're like, I'm going to take this character. I'm going to take this character. So we all decided to take these characters, which meant we had a more vested interest in this movie. Yep. Because you didn't want Dave to die on the movie. Right. Okay, hold on. The movie is about... Oh, yeah. In the 1970s, there a frat prank went bad. Yeah. Uh, they were... Beating out, it was like beat the geek or something like that. They they they, they literally called it a a, a nerd bash or nerd a geek ba- bash, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, they brought him down to a basement and they were just gonna beat him up or whatever yeah. at the dorm. And then, him, but yeah, you know, yeah. And and it goes horribly wrong, and that kid dies. Yeah, this is one of those things that happens in the exposition. You learn about yep. it in the first five minutes. This is yep. not so we're not spoiling spoiler. anything. No, and then fast forward to today, yeah. more air quotes. Thirty years after it happened, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And there's a girl who is an outcast, and she's quiet, and she's lonely. She wears glasses, so automatically she is ugly. Exactly. Yes. And so one thing leads to another, and no, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. She essentially is possessed, but not possessed. Like, she's still kind of in control, but she has this vengeful spirit power from the the geek that was beaten up in the 70s to take vengeance. So... The guys who beat the geeks up, the geek up in the seventies, right? Every one of their sons magically is in this frat. But it's it's a fraternity thing, yes. right? So dad went to this frat. I'm going to the same college. Yeah, to be but in the like same they frat. happen to be the same age at yeah. the same time. Like it's True. amazing how this lines up. Oh and, yeah. But anyway, these it. these guys these guys are in the same fraternity thirty years later. Yeah. And so the this the spirit is able to take vengeance 
on the people who wronged him by punishing the kids. Exactly. And again, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the that's trailer. That's all in the trailer. If you look up the trailer, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, we we won't tell you all the crazy, funny parts that made us just go, what? Yeah. But, spoiler, I guess, but it's in the, in the trailer. She takes off her glasses and is all of a sudden beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. It's... She, like, kind of re... The geek, for some reason, the spirit, like, gives her confidence and she starts acting differently and she starts getting popular and yeah. all that sort all of stuff. All the girls who called her a nerd, like... 15 seconds earlier in the trailer, like, oh my god, this guy totally wants to make out with you. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. I know you were hesitating from talking about it, but it's also in the trailer. So it's up to you if you want to talk about it, because you did bring up the fact that we had avatars, like our representations in the film. (laughs) So... (laughs) We're sitting there watching this, and... TJ's character and my character were hanging out together. Yep. And it's just the two of them, I think, right? Or is it... It's a party. It's a party. No, it's, it's the frat party. But, like, they're kind of off doing their own thing or whatever. Yeah. At first. At first. And they just decide to take their shirts off and start, like, pouring vodka over each other. While dancing on a table. Yeah. And we're sitting there going... Surrounded by the other guys. What the hell is going on? This is... Oh, weird. And it is in the trailer. Like, we're sitting here watching it, and Sean goes, there it is! Yep. I'm like, what? And you just said they took their shirts off. You skipped the fact that they also take their pants off. I think I blocked that part. Oh, no. They're in their underwear, (laughs) and it's like white boxer briefs, and they're pouring vodka on each other's chests. And this is a soccer team frat, so they're ripped. Yeah. Well, don't forget the soccer thing. The soccer thing, yeah. You guys, it is a great movie for for this. There yep. are some incredible deaths. Oh. Some absolutely incredible deaths yep. in this movie. And they just kind of make you go, what? Yeah. And it's another one where the movie will probably win the totem back on several occasions. Oh, it will. Probably with every death. It's, it's and, and maybe when your avatars start pouring vodka on each other and licking... I can't remember. Probably. Dave doesn't want to remember. It's been a long time since we've seen this one. Notwithstanding. Sure. Because <laughs> I wasn't up there. I was staring at you going, nope. I think there was a judgmental look on my camera. I think it was my guy. <laughs> like, That's right, other Sean. You look at them like they're doing something stupid. So just to wrap it up before we completely wrap up, as we've been talking for 56 minutes yeah. about movies like this, just hit every title. Yeah. Just list the titles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, including the ones we already talked about or the ones that we missed? The ones that we talked about. Okay. Only the ones that we talked about. So just to recap, these are the movies. If you guys want to do a bad movie night. These are the ones that we suggest you watching. I'll try start tracking with, down. So Sean had Evil Aliens. Yep. Mammoth. Uh, and Nazi, uh, Zombie Nazis. Nazi zombies at the center of the earth. And right. Seance. Yep. Our list, our ten, were Ghost Game, Death Tunnel, Petrodero slash Pterodactyl, Ghost Shark, uh, The Fog, Teeth, Dolls, <laughs> The Cavern slash Within, Stay Alive, and Killer Bash. Those are ten, that's, that's 13 like- movies that are going to get you three or four nights of just cinematic amazingness yeah. and... That, just, that sounds like our bad movie night Hall of Fame 
pretty much. That when we do a best of bad movie nights, yeah, that we need we're to we're gonna keep have this to list. pare that down. So yeah, um, that's it. That is it. Yeah, you. Mr. and Miss Internet are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions, just have a good old chat, or talk to you about something that we have been doing for a long time and really think that you guys should be doing as well. Just as a heads up, next week we will be doing our, as long as one of us doesn't get sick, we will be doing our what we've been up to for the past couple months talk, and we will talk American election Whoa. Dave's super excited, but I know that there have been a pile of you that you have asked really me. Want to. So it's the hot d- button topic right now. We will definitely do it. I knew it was going to have to happen. We will do it next week, Just so just to let you know. But if there's anything else you want us to talk about, talk to us on Twitter. Dave can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. I can be found at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys From. Take off your clothes. Get up on the table. Start dancing in your underwear and pour vodka all over your body while your friends watch. Then one of them will eventually get kind of uncomfortable and ask us a question on Twitter or whatever. That's why you wanted me to talk about it, isn't it? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you guys enjoy the guys from podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell strangers, or whatever. Just get our name out there. Anything you do to get the guys from name out and get the podcast growing helps us immensely. The best way to do it is by throwing us a rating. On iTunes, is there anywhere else they can rate it? iTunes is the main one. Okay, A yeah. rating and a review on iTunes would make a huge that, difference. That, that helps us immensely. So please do that. We would be eternally grateful. And then we can keep churning out great short podcasts like this. Yeah. We are available on pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, including Player FM, the Blueberry app, and Stitcher, the innovative on-demand podcast app. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? This is completely opposite of anything, but if I don't know where in the world you find listeners are living, but if there's a Caput near you, I would suggest going there to any of your vehicle accessory needs. I know it sounds like we're getting paid for Caput, but I literally just took my truck there on Monday, and the service was second to none. Great. And uh, I went to the to the northeast one here in Calgary, and it was unreal. So if you guys need anything done, go to a Caput. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this spooky Uh, Most of those aren't spooky. This cheesy podcast. (laughs) We also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every Tuesday, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, video games. There's still our top 100 Simpsons episodes of all time. A lot of you have been checking out the James Bond thing, and I have updated every James Bond movie ranked. It now includes Spectre, and I added a few little things in throughout. Cool. And where can we find all that again, Sean? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your last-minute Halloween needs, all of your horror news, reviews, interviews, anything else you can think of horror-related. Head to the Instagram if you want to see me post GIFs of Ghost Shark, and I have also posted the teddy bear thing from dolls on it on more than one occasion because iHorror people love dolls just (laughs) like we do. And taking a page out of Dave's book... As we basically spent the entire podcast telling you you should be seeing these movies, instead of that, I wanted to talk about, I just recently heard a cover version of Barracuda by Heart, sung by the country singer Gretchen Wilson, backed by Alice in Chains. What? Which you guys can find on YouTube, and it is awesome. Check that out. Cool. Yeah. 
Apparently Gretchen Wilson just loves Heart. Who like it's her favorite. It? But it as, as in it's like her favorite band, her biggest influence in becoming a singer was Heart. So it's always been her dream to play with Heart and to like every once in a while she's gone up and she's sung some songs. And so this instead was just, of singing with Heart, she just hangs out and plays with Alice in Chains. Yeah. Actually I think Nancy Wilson I think Nancy's up on stage with Alice cool. in Chains. It was like an MTV rock thing. Oh yeah, okay. When they I do those like that. Yeah. anyway, that's fantastic. Uh, special thanks to the Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also a special thanks to my friend Samantha, who gave me her old Xbox 360. So I have, finally have a video game system that I can play. Now all I need to do is find a baseball game. <laughs> Apparently they're super rare because Sony has the rights to them. Sony has the rights to them. And so yeah. anytime, like, at EB Games when I went in, I asked them about them, like, if there's ever one, it's gone like that. So I may need to EB that. Yeah, eBay might be the best way to do it. Yeah. Anyway, this has been episode 139 of the Guys From Podcast, the Don't Play This Game podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is those crazy sweets and their song, Prairie Blues. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We are fairly large fans of the indie community, and we want to lend our support however we can. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week and a happy Halloween, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by the symbol for cursed in Chinese. The Chinese symbol for cursed. I saw it on an erotic D&D site. Hashtag Cousin Ted. Love to do
running from the pain. 